This episode of Lights in the Sky podcast is brought to you by Sweeter's Pup. Sweeter's Pup is an online store for dog treats, accessories, and gifts. Everybody knows your puppy is part of your family, and they want to help you include your puppies in your activities, outings, and celebrations in a fun and stylish way. Pick up some goodies for Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's, Easter, the list goes on and on. That sounds like a really long list. It could go on and on. And I'll go on and on and pick up from where you left off. I'm sure you will. You know, it's important to uh, support small business brands. I do know. Particularly ones that are based in in this country, New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Kiwi brands. Aotearoa brands. (laughs) Carry on. (laughs) Not brands. Brands (laughs) that are not bland. Yeah. Which is not. That could be the sweetest pup tagline. We're not bland. Brands. Carry on. Also, Sweetest Pup loves to collaborate with some awesome brands, brands, uh, both up and coming and established, you know. So some tried and true and some new ones that are going to pop up on the market. Um, working on some products as well, I hear, that are going to be exclusively stocked with Sweetest Pup. Just watch out for that one. Did you know that they also support dog charities? What? Yeah. A dollar from every collection of order, from every order, goes <laughs> to a dog charity in New Zealand. That's madness. They have a different charity recipient for each collection. So they can share that love around. Uh, I'm blown away. Absolutely blown away. Also, you'll be blown away by their website um, and the dogs you see. There's like big dogs, small dogs, long hair dogs, short hair dogs, bald dogs? They're not baldest, are they? Thin dogs? Fat dogs? Rotund dogs. Rotund dogs. Yeah. Big boned dogs? Yeah. So no body shaming going on on here at Sweet as Pup. (laughs) Damn right. Damn, I'll make damn sure. Um, so you'll see real pups of real shapes and sizes. There we go. Body positive pups. Yeah. Um, on the website and social media. You know how good I am at the social media. Yeah. All over this. Yeah. So check them out on sweetespup.com, on their Instagram at sweetespup, and on their Facebooks at sweetespup, I assume. And <laughs> uh, we thank uh, sweetespup for sponsoring this podcast. Oh, should we mention the promo code ANTH? Yes. Uh, so, so for we've got an exclusive for our Litz um, doggy owners. Uh, enter the promo code dogs, dogs in, in the, the sky, sky at checkout for a tasty treat. Tasty treat may have been expired. You'd be barking mad not to give Sweeters Papa go. Totally agree. The, yeah, the link might have been expired. We'll explain more in the episode. You'll hear it. Um, promo code dogs in the sky uh sweetespup.com thank you for your sponsorship we'll see you there tell them we sent you Welcome to Lights in the Sky podcast, episode 117, casual chat about uncasual things. I'm Luke. I'm Tony. And we started off the year with a hiss and a roar. We did. Uh, we, we were all good to string a few together. Yeah, we had plans for a, a subsequent ep- record the, the following week. Yeah. yeah two um, in a row, it would have been good. Would have been really good. Back and to back. Everything was on track. There was absolutely no reason why we wouldn't be recording last week until what 12 maybe 18 hours after we yeah, didn't, wrapped yeah it didn't, <laughs> didn't take long for uh, the whole world to come crashing down yeah. definitely uh i don't think it was quite 24 hours no um um yeah there was an unfortunate incident um i'll take some responsibility for it um you'll have to take the rest um, you weren't there. You weren't involved in any way, but I just can't be that guy where it's all my fault. Mm. <laughs> Not too sure about this. So, uh, key ingredients to this incident, which stopped us recording last week, was uh, if it was a mathematical equation, uh, one chainsaw plus one foot <laughs> equals five stitches. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, quite dramatic. 
had a I uh, was out lumberjacking. I often talk up my yeah, jacking it. I often as, talk as, up as my you, as you say. Yeah, I talk up my chainsaw prowess. I mean, my chainsaw has had quite a few mentions across the lifespan of our show. Um, but I did feel like I had no place on the back end of a chainsaw mm. when I was checking into the hospital and they said what do you do for a job and i said designer <laughs> and then our good friend jim chimed in and said designer come lumberjack <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah so i was at it uh our friend jim the most haunted guy i know was at his place he had a whole bunch of trees down um one of the trees was one that has defeated me in the past so i went back to get my revenge with a fresh chain okay so there's a bit of vengeance here yeah you you wanted to put this tree in its place yeah yeah and by that i mean cut it into small pieces and burn Burn it it. yeah (laughs) um so i was out at jim's place um my cousin was there this is the um Litzener, who named your old car Golfie McGolface. Very good. Um, was out there gathering firewood as well. Currently on sale. <laughs> should I just say? Um, and um, I said, you guys go down to the bottom paddock where there's um, nice medium-sized logs. Um, chainsaw will get through them easy. I'm going to go up to get this other tree, which we've been calling the secret tree because yeah. it's like we never told anyone where it was um it was just me and jim had to wrestle it off a fence one day because my chain wouldn't go through it um so i'm over there jim wasn't home yet so i just helped myself and um you know jumped the fence broken yeah went across broken this little to jim's place so it was quite secluded it was this little area where i hadn't actually told anyone where it was we just we literally had been referring to it as the secret tree secret tree yeah <laughs> um and so I went out to the secret tree while everyone else went a different way. I was there by myself. <clears throat> Are you allowed to chainsaw by yourself? Is that correct, like sort of chainsaw? Do I need a spotter? Etiquette? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was there with a brand new fresh chain. Um, and I whacked off a few rounds. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, so I was winning this battle. Yep. And then just you're alone, due, you're by yourself. Yeah, Why just not? Due, whack off a wee bit. Due purely to girth, um, the saw got stuck, um, and it, it is literally. How long had you been sawing, chain or otherwise? Twenty when? minutes. Oh, okay, so you, twenty minutes, half an hour. So it wasn't like two minutes in. So you're sort of getting to your rhythm. Yeah, yeah. I'd, the, I'd made a small pile. Yeah. Um, but it was definitely one of those logs you have to work at. Yeah. Um, it was. Yeah. It was a big log. You had yeah. to work at it um whereas you know down the other paddock it's just you whack straight through mm. um, <laughs> there <you go. laughs> um so there picturing and, it now um saw got stuck and so um i put my foot up to kind of lever the saw out and the, the number one rule of getting a saw stuck is don't stop fanging it as in like keep the revs oh, high Oh, really because i thought it would be like you turn it off and you just so no absolutely it. not because then it will it could just never come free at least if you keep um the revs up then the saw's still going so if it gets a chance it'll kick itself out <clears throat> which is a good thing unless your foot's in the way so i know i know where this is going mm. and you can just see like the train wreck about to yeah about to happen so um, the thing the thing oh. the thing that's not annoyed me but sort of surprised me is how many people assume i was wearing jandals or some sort of stupid footwear that an only an idiot designer come lumberjack would wear mm, well i was wearing steel cap boots um which i look i i was surprised that you're wearing steel cap boots i see I, why i thought I'm not an idiot i think you're wearing jandals i know you're gonna be wearing jandals because mm. we've, we've been there we've done that that's when we're, we're not we're not we're not jandal people um yeah. sandals or socks though I wasn't wearing sandals or no, socks. <laughs> that I could imagine you're wearing. Oh, that's even more insulting than not realizing you're <laughs> no, wearing steel I was caps. thinking some sort of like skate brand sneaker is what I was thinking. Uh, that's what I wear to there and from there. Yeah. But while I'm out working, you're in paddocks and stuff. So the steel cap boots you have, are they... Yeah, they were gum boots. Do you own those? Yeah. You weren't borrowing them? No. 
I own them. Okay. I work in agriculture. I'm yeah. on farms a lot. Yeah, well, I'm just saying that it make, makes sense. I mean, I you have, get a cow stand on your foot. You want a steel cap? Yeah, well, I, 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 the, where I work now, I have steel caps all the time. So, mm. I, I, do, do you work with cows? No. Hmm. Some of the people behave like um, <laughs> they just mm. they just poop as they walk. Mm, yeah. yeah, there's a whole lot of there's a lot of shit being flung. That's sure. <laughs> um, but. Yeah, so, so I'm in steel cap gumboots. So good, I'm, good I'm not an idiot. I'm not a well, plonker. Um, uh, I'm not an idiot, but um, I did manage to cut my own foot with my own chainsaw. Yeah. So there's an argument there. Okay, so you're fanging it. I think is where we fanged it. Saw your... came free. I think. So the saw came free, and you were like, "Ah, relief! I've got this out of here." Or no, was it, was it just too fast? Was it just all of a sudden it just happened? It was just. Free and through a foot yep. in about that speed. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> so the legs I remember because I called you and, did, uh, yeah. and your reaction was, wait till I'm sitting down. Yeah, he nearly, nearly collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the yeah, went through uh, the side of my foot. Um, the thing with it is it happened really fast and I knew it was bad straight away because I could see blood oh. straight away. Do you want to see the gumboot? Yeah, I'd love to I, see the I literally, just as you were pulling up, I saw the gumboot for the first time. I'd love to see the gumboot. Um, I'll just put it here in case you didn't want to see it. All right, let's, let's see it. Oh my God, there's gore. Hey, there is blood on it. I yeah. haven't really seen it. There's a bloody sock in there too. <gasps> um, <gasps> it's not as deep as I thought it was. Um, it didn't hit bone. Um, if I had hit bone, then I would have had to have surgery and reconstructive stuff. Can we get that on the Instagram page, do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, how did your post last week go? Oh, I, know you, I know you took a photo. Well, we're not on the social media Should we do that? Yet, Should so. we do that now? We'll, we'll, we'll come back to it. We'll come back to it. Story time. We'll come back to it. We'll get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, so um, the gumboot's got a big chunk out of the side. Um, you can see blood. I've put it back away. I can see a sock in there. Um, I'm going to need to buy a new gumboots and a new sock. So then, so what happened was... It's a shit show, isn't it? The thing you with it the is same, that... You still have to invest in new sock and, and gumboot. Yeah. Can I claim that with insurance or something? I reckon you can. <laughs> um, the thing with it is that the, the secret tree that I was at by myself mm. um, isn't accessible without jumping a fence. And so... As we obstacle here. I think... I think uh, credit to me, I was quite a quick thinker. I straight away, I was like, that's bad. I can see blood. It's taken the, the side out of my foot. I need to go and raise the alarm at the house. I cannot go down here because they won't be able to get me out yeah. um, if it's bad. And so my instant reaction was chuck the chainsaw down, run about four meters, jump a fence, run across a paddock, bang on a door. Then I knew that they had little kids inside as well. So I banged on the door and said, I've cut my foot um, oh. to Jim's wife. And then I ran out onto their lawn. So like back so that the kids didn't see me. So I think it was kind of like, I was as respectful of everyone and everything and the situation as I could have possibly been having just taken a chunk out of my foot. And then, um, yeah, got my boot off and then I could see bloody ass sock. And then um, Jim's wife took my sock off and um, she's like, yeah, this is deep. And at that moment, I'm while I'm in this prone I'm position, suffering a little bit. <laughs> do you need here. to lie down. <laughs> need some sugar. Um, uh, in that prone position with my foot up, blood everywhere, kids screaming because they inevitably did see it. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, Jim's wife ran for the first aid kit, and at that moment, Jim pulled up the driveway. <laughs> and I'm like, here we go. All right. Um, what is he, what is something he about it though like I tried to keep like I wasn't panicked I was yeah. I was quite calm you know me I'm not a panic guy I haven't seen you panic um, I was calm and I'm kind of funny as well so I like to think I kept my sense of humour it seems like that's something that I feel that in that situation you would apply well keep calm but hmm. throw a few funnies in there yeah thank you I did yeah, yeah. and I'll try to remember some helps, as I tell helps, the story it helps keep people as well overly calm if you're, if you're cracking the funnies and you seem calm I was, it, just, it just keeps everyone else calm if just Jerry just, Seinfeld had changed his foot I think he would struggle to keep up with how funny I was oh wow <laughs> 
Maybe this is like unleashed a whole new thing. You could be a stand-up comedian who just slices their foot, mm. slices into their foot, and just the one-liners just come tumbling out. So Jim walks around the corner, um, and his immediate reaction, he, we lock eyes, and I say, well, this is embarrassing. <laughs> and he goes, yes! <laughs> Immediately grabs his phone and starts taking photos of my oh, phone. Oh, God! Like, well, this is a little Do bit we have confronting. Some of, those, some of those pictures we can get on the Instagram. Um, I have them, but I knew you wouldn't want to see them. Good blur, blur the blood. Why? Well, that's all the picture is. Otherwise, it's just is my it, foot. Is it like a? Is, it's not like you lying prone on the ground. No, no. Oh, it's a close up of the foot. Oh, okay. Oh, well, you want to see that? Did, would you want to see that? No, no. I was hoping it would be like you, like <laughs> on the ground with like, and we could just blur out the blood. What can't you see? Like, I've got photos of this every stage that it's been exposed. So every time the like we got one of the initial cut and then i got one of it cleaned up then i got one of it stitched then i got one of the stitches popping off then i've got one every three days since because they've had to change the dressing yeah yeah yeah. what stage would you be comfortable with or none until it's 100 i'm not even sure i want to see the scar yeah so don't check it out on instagram it's not gonna make it i'm not even that good with feet in the beginning You know, I, I generally see feet and I'm like, ugh, I really yeah. don't like feet. Yeah, I don't like my feet. You have got, so you, you got, you got hairy hobbit feet. Thank you. Is that I, just out you on, the, um, on your hobbit feet? Not really, but th- that is the reason why I'm not that comfortable in jandals. Yeah. I'd be more like, you can see I've got a sock and a shoe on today. Well, I, I also, I, I mean, I have hairy feet, not quite to your hobbit <laughs> yeah. extent, but I, I too am not interested in the Japanese sandal. Mm. Um, if I if I was to say wax my feet, if you and I went to go our feet waxed together, mm. would we be able to do jandals? Whose would be prettiest? Yeah, oh, is that not what you were going to say? <laughs> oh, just yeah, whose who, yeah, whose would be prettiest? That's a good point. But then, like, would we still wouldn't be mine? Could we do jandals? No, I, I've got horrendous feet. Well, the thing is, people people don't ever see me from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wear shorts and I don't wear jandals. Yeah. So if I was to then start wearing shorts or jandals, waxed or unwaxed, people would be like, what the heck's going on here? Because you can't really wear a jandal with with a pant. No. Jeans and jandals? I've seen people do it. Yeah, but like the winter, which is still weird to wear a jandal. <laughs> In the winter. Yeah. Yeah, you just only your feet are out because it's cold. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think you and I were both both much happier in the shoes and the socks. Like even today, I got I got the leg out today. Yeah, see a bit of leg here. It's a bit of luring, of course. A bit of leg. Yeah, but there's still the the sock and the shoe. Yeah, no jandal. Sticking to that, I'm happy with that. That's okay. gonna be me. Somehow, my chainsaw foot yarn has got to how comfortable is Tony in jandals? <laughs> well, and you. <laughs> And how hairy are your feet? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, okay, let's so, circle back to you're prone on the ground, you're cracking the funnies. Yeah. Um, Jim excitedly starts taking photos. Um, he makes a joke around um, how the first aid kit um, consumables are being used up and he'll have to invoice me. Yep. Good and point. so I start rattling off exactly what, what has been used. I said, I'm keeping count. One bandage, one pair yes, of gloves. Um, keep that that know, got a good laugh. Yeah, good, good. Keep, <laughs> you want to keep, that, keep on top of that inventory. You don't want to be overcharged for something you did not use. Yeah. Um, itemize the items. Yeah, I, yeah, that's what I did. I itemized what should be on my invoice because yes, I yeah. said, you'll probably chuck extras on there. Yeah, you feel free to dispute a few adult movies or something like that dodgy <laughs> on there, as always happens when you're checking out. Um, but then... Um, what else happened? I'm trying to think because I haven't really recounted the whole story in detail, um, other than to you on the phone. Does it feel like a bit of a blur, or do you really, do you sort of like like it feels like something that like happened to make a million years ago, and it's a bit of a weird blurry thing? Or no. do you have like pockets, but you already remember it well? Um, I think from I can't really remember the saw cut. I think that part happened really quickly. Yeah. Um, and kind of from the time I lay down um everything started kind of slowing down because yeah. it was pretty calm straight away so it was just turned into a matter of like right what are we what are we up to jim pulled his car around we hopped in my cousin drove my car home um the awkward thing was that that was the second weekend of two weekends the earlier weekend because there's one trailer between um me and my cousin we were like okay we'll do a trailer load to you this week which was the first week and then a trailer load to me the second week and so (laughs) and so i basically got to go 
sit in a waiting room while they loaded up a trailer of wood for me and dropped it at my house <laughs> even stacked it in my woodshed because i couldn't do it um so i feel bad about that but um could be scam you got going there just yeah just, yeah just cost you half a toe yeah so um uh i knew pretty instantly as well lying there that my tongue was my tongue was no my toe was numb so i had uh numbness in my big toe which might have helped with the pain i don't know mm, maybe maybe um the cut still felt a bit sore but not too bad like it wasn't it's was like it walk, looked a lot worse like than walk, it felt walk it off sort of yeah, yeah. yeah. well yeah um like, ah, walk it off. i'd already run across a small paddock um <laughs> and banged on a door uh yeah then hopped into the truck um i said to jim immediately do you think i get time off work till the super bowl nice which is monday nice. and um not quite i had to work this week but i was working at home um i did mention how i've bought my i've saved myself in petrol because i won't be having to drive to work for a while that's right that's good um and I basically because of the location of it i can't put on a shoe until it's fully healed which is probably another two or three weeks away um the shoe that you saw me put on here you'll notice is completely got the laces like loose there might as well not be shoelaces in it and uh, because of where it bends it's still sore so i can't even wear that i wore that from the car park of the doctor's office into the doctor's office and then i just wore it then from the house to the garage and uh, that's enough for me i can feel my foot sore um the toe when i when i got to the a and e um uh we had to wait for a bit um did the designer come lumberjack check-in um and then designer come lumberjack yeah then um <laughs> dr luke came and saw me oh yeah had a doctor called luke was that like one well, nurse called luke was that quite cool or quite cute I didn't notice until probably his fourth visit because he had to keep coming oh, yeah. back, um, waiting for bleeding to stop, all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, I made a joke about, um, I don't mind if you um, stitch your name into me, <laughs> which he quite liked. Yeah, nice. Um, I used the designer come lumberjack joke again. Nice. And he said, yeah, I reckon you might want to give one of those up. Um, yeah, which one I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like, it was oh, Dr. Luke. <laughs> um, so the thing was, though, um, he said, right, we're going to clean it and we'll um, have a look. Because you've got numbness, you can talk to a surgeon about um, getting it reattached, <sighs> uh, getting you know, nerves reattached if they can do it. Because a chainsaw is not like cutting it on a knife. Okay, yep. Yeah, you okay? I'm okay. It's not like cutting it on a knife where it's a slice you've, you've and then you, they can told, stitch us back together. I got through it. <laughs> The the wound is the width of a chainsaw blade because it just just takes all the flesh with it, all the flesh gets ripped off your bone, and follows the chain along. It's like a. We don't have to have it like an explicit content warning, <laughs> or please be sitting down with us in this episode. Like don't yeah. don't be driving or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. You may pass out. So if it was a clean cut, then they stitch it back together. All the meat's still there, oh, so it fuses it fuses back together. But with a chainsaw cut. There's a gap. Um, you see what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's, that's why I'm suffering. Yeah. So um, um, so he said, we can either stitch it and you can live with your numb toe, or you can talk to a surgeon and see if they have any other opinions about whether it can be rejoined. Um, and I said, it's not a big enough numb area. I don't really want to do a full surgery because it has its own risks. You'd be under general anesthetics. You've got a longer recovery time, all of that sort of stuff. So I just said, stitch it. Get me the hell out of here. So yeah. when they've stitched it, is it like... Jumping ahead, but go on. Is there... Like, will there be like a chunk missing from it? I'll get to that. Okay, okay. So... Because um, it's, like it's decent width of a cut. You know, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So I said um, stitch it and I'll live with the numbness. Um, so my my toe's going to be numb. You know, the right side of my big toe right down to like the main knuckle on your foot, I guess, at the top of your arch is just going to be numb for life. Um, uh, when he And when he started to clean it, because they have to make sure there's no foreign objects, so they really have to have a dig around really have to have a dig around inside your foot to make sure it's scrubbed clean uh started bleeding it quite a lot 
And so the big bucket of water turned into a big bucket of blood. It's like a scene from Jaws. <laughs> I'm just mostly saying this because I can see your face. <laughs> just for anyone wondering why I'm describing it so graphically. Um, so they scrubbing my foot and it starts to bleed fairly heavily. Um, he says, right, it's deeper than I thought. Okay. Um, so he bandages it up, elevates and says we're going to need an x-ray because if you've hit bone then you can get bone infections much easier um and we have to figure out another way to manage it if that's the case so at that point um the people that were waiting with me because out in the waiting room um my mom happened to be in town so she's decided to come wait rather than jim so jim bailed at that point um and when we heard i was then going to be waiting for an x-ray they we had already been there three hours or so um so we're like well we're going to be waiting for x-rays then results then some someone to come look at it and then figure out an outcome and if it stitches we'll be waiting on that as well so i said to them you guys go you know come back and get me when i'm ready to be picked up because you know i had my phone there i was quite happy um it wasn't as sore as it should have been i don't think right um they gave me some paracetamol uh, and ibuprofen and that was hand that was managing it um didn't need anything stronger um they mentioned i was probably one of the toughest people i've ever met um and that i was handling it like an absolute pro um (laughs) judging you to see whether this actual story is true entirely based on this crap um so after they were done um congratulating me on my pain tolerance they um (laughs) they uh yeah the x-ray person came straight away <laughs> so as soon as my mum left they basically within five minutes i was on the wheelchair being wheeled down to the x-ray room made small talk with them told them how i'd never had an x-ray before but i have administered a vr x-ray before because i had uh, been on the training programs that they train radiologists with ah. so i was like i recognize the room and what the stuff does because i feel like i've been in this room before but i've done it in vr world and the person who did it turned out they um, they were someone who helped develop that. So we had a good yarn. That's good. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, so they did that. And then because... Making mates all over the hospital. Yeah. So you just be- go back there to hang out. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they said, because you know your way around, I'll show you this on the way out. And showed me my x-rays right there and then. Whereas normally, I think you just get pushed back to your dorm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah um yeah so i couldn't i looked straight for where it was and um and we both kind of said it doesn't look like it's hit bone um and so they so wheeled me you, back now, you, now you're there giving advice uh, yeah i was there with my you know my hand yeah. on my chin humming and ahhing <laughs> oh, like, like i think what we should do here is yeah. uh but no I, I mean you could see you could i think you'd be able to see if there was chips out of a bone what am i trying to say I couldn't obviously see that there was a problem. And so I was like, I don't think there's much of a problem. Like if it was worse than this, I feel like I wouldn't be able to, cause I was able to, I'm able to push my toe on stuff and kind of put weight on it and things like that. It just hurts the cut rather than anything more. Um, so we went back to the thing and the guy came out and said, doesn't look like you've hit bone. I was like, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's always good to get a second opinion yeah so you see you decided yourself yeah we'll give you some uh, antibiotics and it's up to you whether you take them or not and i'm like yeah you're finally getting that i know best um because <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it was that sort of thing of like if it looks bad take antibiotics to stop infection uh then um he said we're just got to figure out how to stop the bleeding basically and then we can stitch you up if you want and then um, so he went to get a superior to say, how the heck do we do this? We might need to put one of those, you know, those blood pressure things, the things that go around your arm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Am I describing that right? Mm-hmm. Where I it know you mean, you do that. And squeezes your arm till, yep. yeah. They prepped one of them to go around my leg to just oh. stop, stop blood flow while they stitched it. Um, but by the time he got back, um, the bandage had kind of had enough pressure to, to, to do that anyway. You're clodding baby. And so he just um, stitched it up. Um, but because there was a chunk missing, like you say, it was quite tight. Yeah. So um, it's kind of right on the bendy bit, all of these things. Uh, and so went home, was a bit sore. The weird thing is they don't, they don't like give you crutches or anything. Like 
they just say here's your paperwork limp out of here yeah yeah and so i just literally limped out of there with a bandage (laughs) on my foot um and uh yeah got by then i'd managed to call mum, who got you know 15 minutes of the way home and had to turn around again (laughs) um and yeah hopped in and came home she thankfully has some crutches because um somebody's had an injury somewhere along the line that she's like this is ridiculous we'll just get some um and so has had them stored in her garage so i was able to use them um which was a bit of a lifesaver but um yeah just rested up and then went to get my stitches out they said uh, wait seven days so naturally go to the doctor and they're like no no you have to wait 14 days Mm -hmm. i'm like they said seven and i understand today's six because they said seven and it was a saturday so i have to do it today Um, but then they pull off the bandage and they're like well the stitches haven't held anyway so the thing had popped open because it was tight so it's just an open wound Um, normally the skin would grow back together and you're much faster and actually getting a um, covered up foot so um, they're like lucky we did this today anyway because some of the stitches were growing into the skin (laughs) Um, and so um, yeah they pull out all the stitches and they're like now we're just treating an open wound so um, uh, it looked a little bit gunky infectedy looking so they just cleaned it and then I've been back every two days since for a new dressing. And um, I'll be going back again on Tuesday for yet another. So you're driving yourself back in? Um, yeah. I mean, it's my left foot and I've got an automatic car, so I can do that. But um, the I'll first couple, Tamara drove. She, we put the L plates up. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, she's doing a bit more driving lately, which is really good. Um, so we just it was a good excuse to need her to do that, to force her into driving. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Maybe this is... Oh. secretly why you did this whole thing from the beginning just a load of wood and a wife to get a license yeah yeah just maybe it's both <laughs> um so yeah can't wear a shoe for quite a while so gonna be working at home for quite a while um it's just getting better and better it's a real weird feeling though having a numb toe it feels like if you had say a rolled up handkerchief down one side of your shoe and went and put your shoe on and that hanky was underneath one side of your foot that's what it feels like Ah. just to walk on normal ground it's like it feels like there's a bump under your. does it make it harder to walk do you think at all um well i haven't really until this afternoon i hadn't really done my normal gait yeah um i think i'll get used to it the thing you have to then worry about is well they said if you're ever wearing jandals and i was like don't worry about this you don't need to finish this sentence <laughs> go back and listen to episode what is it? Yeah. One, one, one seventeen of lights oh, yeah. the, the sky podcast and we'll hear more about it yeah so uh if you're ever wearing jandals or uh, you know um make sure you don't break uh you got to be careful around broken glass and burning your feet and stuff because you literally won't feel if it's cut. i think you're walking <laughs> i don't know <laughs> don't do any fire walking yeah. although i could i mean the thing it's it's so numb that if i close my eyes and say to tamara do that thing where it's am i touching or am i not touching i literally can't tell weird it's really weird real weird it's a tiny little bit of you is paralyzed mm. do you mind, does that mean i could get called parks do you think yeah you should actually get see if you can do if i if i limped somewhere into the doctor's office and said i just can't do a full can't walk to anywhere in yeah, the car just, park play it up make i mean they don't know how bad it is <laughs> well yeah they don't i guess yeah that would be scamming actual people who need those parks <laughs> yeah. i guess we need, need to clarify i am an actual people well don't you mess with just, my disability just said you're not but i just said i was yeah i have to listen back and go over that again but sure you I do said you. it's real weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that, that really really justifies the parking permit yeah for a handicap park, <laughs> for an un, was it a disabled park, handicap park. What is what are those parks? Don't say handicapped, you horrible, horrible person. What do you say now? Differently abled. You sure? It's isn't it wheelchair accessible parking? An accessible park. Yeah. Because old people who just can't walk very far can get them too. So mm. accessible. Yeah. It's weird that the pictures of a wheelchair then. Oh. I as a as a disabled person myself now. I'm offended by the fact that they use the wheelchair logo. They should um, put it, the picture should be a shop with a car really close to it. Mm. And that shows it's, that's all the park is because it's yeah, yeah. the shops. Yeah. It's close. 
Yeah, we'll just call it a convenience park. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, need some new gumboots. Make sure they're steel cap. Um, preferably one with more steel cap in it. Because what do you reckon the distance there is? So. So there's the steel the cap. Here. There's the cut. We're talking three centimeters, maybe. Yeah. From the actual steel cap. That is a problem. I think when I when you called me, I was telling you how um, I've had people um, who at, at, at work have lost or damaged a little toe because the steel cap doesn't wrap right around and like the, something has run over their mm, um, mm. foot, like on the little toe side, and this whole investigation into it and what was happening why was the person not wearing the right footwear and they were it's just you yeah. don't actually get just misses cover yeah. yeah and i was looking at a couple of the steel cap boots and shoes i have and I'm like yeah it kind of cuts down the side it's, it's good at the front but you mm. get on the side there and you when kinda, I, you're kind of liberally exposed to dangers when i used to um drive forklifts i needed steel caps and the urban myth when i when i got those that the the old fogies that you know had been around a long time they used to say that steel caps are stupid they're bloody ridiculous oh. because if you get run over they'll cut your toes off oh for god's sake i'm like Ugh. yeah okay it's like the same crap around seat belts <laughs> and earbags and things yeah. like that yeah so yeah i'm sure that um they save you from a lot more than they don't i mean if that the the other way to look at it is if, if it was three centimeters forward it would have saved my toe exactly. so yeah yeah it just wasn't that's all just no steel cap's gonna fix that unless no. you've got a steel you've got a chainmail sock on yeah. yeah is that a thing can i get those <laughs> look into it yeah <laughs> maybe i should yeah for your next so um i guess then to wrap this up mm. how long till you're back on the chainsaw um well i didn't realize how bad it was so when i still had the stitches in i was like i'm gonna need two days off and then i'll be back to working from home and on the day before I was due to go back, or had told them I was going back, I, I kicked it accidentally oh. quite hard. And I was like, enough. Like, I'm, I don't want to risk it by getting in and out of my desk and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. I just need to elevate. Um, so originally I thought a couple of days, then it, that turned into a week. And then um, I, would, I asked them today, um, how long does a wound like this take to heal? And they said it really depends on a lot of stuff, but it'll be a four to six weeker. Um, and I'm, what, two weeks in now. So another two weeks of probably working at home without a shoe. And then if I can get a shoe on, just limit the walking, I'd say. Um, yeah, and then come right after that. I've, I, If I'm just wearing a sock, I can walk okay now, as of like today. Mm. Um, I don't really get the pains in the actual cut now, like I did even yesterday. Um, um, so I can walk around my lounge, you know, without any issues, apart from the numbness, which you just have to get used to. And then, um, yeah, it's a matter of when can I get a shoe on, because it's right on that wrong spot for wear a shoe. Like, if, you, if you're thinking of sandals, it's where your front strap of a sandal goes. Mm. So it's that pivotal yep. point of a shoe where it's it's like you know a load-bearing strap <laughs> <laughs> do you think you'll be apprehensive about jumping back on a chainsaw um i don't think so i'll be right i'm not that kind of guy at least and flash, then, until flashbacks. i start the thing up and just have an absolute yeah ptsd yeah. meltdown <laughs> it's a meltdown yeah. absolutely yeah. i'll think twice about attacking that lo- that specific log yeah. um because it's it, just because it's too big so it'll probably just mean that like i don't go after bigger logs now i just go after the the ones that this, the saw can handle just wee baby ones yeah i mean it's not a it's not a big lumberjack saw it's a 16 inch saw you need 18 to 20 something for a yeah. log like that yeah your jack and days are over mm. that's for sure well no no <sighs> never never <laughs> no i'll be back out there um, in a few weeks if there's still wood left as soon as i can get a boot on and i've got to buy some gumboots yeah <laughs> um but i definitely like I, there's been times where i've gone out there and thought i'll be all right with my skate shoes um but i won't be doing that like i i haven't gone to the point where i'm only wearing the skate mm. shoes but i've always been like i'll chuck gumboots on because i'm in a paddock yeah and uh, whereas now it's i'll chuck steel caps on because i need to Oh, no more sandals uh, when you change the That's the moral of the story. Sandals. <laughs> um, okay. 
thus ends the um, Luke cut his foot segment. Apologies for letting the side down so early in the year when we had such high hopes. Um, but needs must. Oh, I'm stitch free since '93, baby. Not quite. No. <laughs> um, yeah. I nothing else to report. I don't think. I don't think I left any deets out. Cool. Okay. Well, um, look for a uh, Instagram post of the shoe near you. Nice. Um, on that note, should we do a quick look at the Sosh Med? Yep. Um, I know you're excited about yeah, Sosh yeah. Med. Launch it. Social media check-in. Social media check-in. What's been going on? Social media manager. I know you as a coveted role that you um forced a lot of other candidates Thank out you. of Thank to you. Yes, claim yes. as your own the most qualified candidate for the position yeah um how did our post last week go that i know you took photos of um of the tv with the red bin on it so that we could post them yeah i assume that melted the internet bit of a problem i accidentally <laughs> had the camera facing me when i took the photo so it's actually just a selfie oh okay that's so all right you can post that uh, i assume you posted that no well um i thought it's a bit vain what is don't say vain like is that a dig at me because i cut a vein maybe i hope it is <laughs> So uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, I actually had a selfie, and you could actually see a little bit of um, testicle in the photo. Really? Yeah. So. Was, why was there testicles <laughs> near your face? <laughs> no, it just was the angle. <laughs> so I knew that would get flagged by Instagram. Okay. So like, I can't have a little little bit of testicle skin. This is like that. Remember um, on uh, Arrested Development, Tobias was in the bath and accidentally sent a photo of his junk to everyone, and it was so close up they thought it was a. Uh, a map of Iraq where the <laughs> weapons of mass destruction were. <laughs> Forgotten about that, but yeah. Um, it's really good. So they're trying to find these landmarks and it's turned out it's just veiny. <laughs> yeah, um, so, so that's a wee problem. So um, accidentally selfie, a little bit of tester clay in there <laughs> and the, um, yeah, so thought I'd better get rid of that photo. Ah, so it didn't, didn't end up getting posted, so. No, well, you know, out of my control. So we're going to do one today? We are, yeah. Have we got do you want to do one in? right now? Yeah, yeah. So that we do don't right forget. Now. Or do you want to wait and we'll Switch do it as a... my testicles uh, in their shorts this Both time. left and right? Yeah. Oh, oh. mine was out. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky I reminded you. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing is, maybe we wait until we've got an episode title and then you can do the whole post, but that's on you. Oh, so I'm thinking, yeah. I think we'll do that. <laughs> but we were thinking that last yeah, week, that, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. That's good, when good. was our last interaction <laughs> <laughs> well we all had a break so we we were on a break you're claiming the ross and rachel excuse yeah well we did have a week break yeah mm-hmm. um oh yeah so quite not too long ago okay uh there we go 29th of august 20 <laughs> was it really <laughs> yeah oh time that's slow. when i went to the <laughs> queen disability unit to try and see if the person was in the room it was you could get that room this time though i could yeah could book um it. do you want to what's the backstory there for anyone who hasn't seen it Oh, so I booked a um, I booked a motel room and found out I was actually booked the a disability unit, mm-hmm. and I felt bad about occupying it when people like you know, like me, my esteemed colleague across the table here, <laughs> should have first right of refusal. Yeah. So I cancelled it, and moved to somewhere else, and I wanted to go and check to see whether the person in that room was in fact, you know, maybe had a differently sawn off toe or something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, cool. Okay. okay. So that's um, that's all we need for today. So an outro. Social media check out. small delay yeah. social media check out there we go <laughs> um one last little piece of this show admin before we move on mm-hmm. um i think is it next week's episode we're gonna we're going to do a um, watch party a watch party it might be over a couple of episodes yeah. we will be watching the movie fire in the sky which is a 1993 movie f- um that retells the story of Travis Walton. Oh, Trevi Waltz. Which is one of the one of the uh, more compelling abduction stories um, going around. So um, have a look on the, the streams, maybe the TOs for, <laughs> a, <laughs> yeah. for, for a fire in the sky. I think it's on Amazon and other places. Yeah, well, we went down to the local Blockbuster and rented it on we VHS. Did. We got so in our DeLorean. We gunned yeah. it to 88. Yeah. We went to Blockbuster to 1994 and uh rented the new release fire in the sky 
uh, the Travis Walton. It's actually story. overdue now because <laughs> it's okay. We've got a DeLorean. Yeah, so that's right. Or two bucks, <laughs> whichever, <laughs> whichever we need most. Okay, so um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to watch that before us, I'm I'm picturing it's probably going to be like one of those mystery science theater type things where we're watching but have the odd comment here or there. Um, just thought it might be something something cool and something different to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll try and speak it as much as possible to sort of give a bit of a commentary there. You can watch in the background. Mm. Um, watch along with us. Yeah. Enjoy it. So, Fire in the Sky, 1993, the Travis Walton story. Forget who's directed it. Do we need to look that up? Nah. Um, the only other piece of admin is that uh, this episode is brought to you by a major sponsor. Mm, this is our new major sponsor announcement for Litz. Yeah. Do we need to? Do we want to record something for right at the top end? Yeah, I think so. Okay, we'll do that yeah. just after this. We'll yeah. record something for the start and tap that but, in, which means that they already know who the sponsor is. So just a reminder of who that sponsor is, and oh, a yes, little bit yeah. more detail about that sponsor. Take it away, Tom. So say the sponsor's name. Introducing <laughs> Sweet as Pup. Mm-hmm. So what is Sweet as Pup? Sweet as Pup is a uh, online website with all of your an online website. Just clarifying that. <laughs> <laughs> Not one on the typewriter. Is a online. It's a website. But website <laughs> online website. Yes, we know. It's a website that's on the line. Um, <laughs> Sweetaspup.com. On the line above the board. It's all your doggy needs so what does this what does the byline say yeah it says dog treats accessories and gifts sweetespup.com so um on there if you go and use the promo code is there promo codes um well there was for new zealand i'm not sure if it's overseas (laughs) do you use a promo code was that just a promotion oh so the promo code if you use the promo code uh yeah let's wait Dogs in the sky. Yeah, dogs in the sky. Spell it. D O G. <laughs> Use the promo code dogs in the sky for a. Oh, we have to figure out what this person who doesn't know their sponsoring oh, is yeah, going to give away on that. We're giving um, for a a tr- treat at checkout. Yeah, yeah. Um. That may that, that promo offer may have expired by now though. It's a very short duration. Yeah, um, we'll tweet about it. You, you can, I mean, you can Instagram it. Yeah, you're right. Tony's going to Instagram what the deal is because they are just finding out now that they're a sponsor. Yeah, to be yeah. fair. <laughs> I wouldn't hold your breath on that. So, um, Sweetest Pup is a uh, website where you can buy all kinds of dog accessories. I made that up. Um, so, sweetestpup.com. Hashtag sweetest pup, uh, dog treats, accessories, and gifts. Check out the Valentine's Day selection. Yeah, there's a whole lot of special um, Valentine's Day uh, goodness, mm-hmm. like a, a T-shirt that says "My dog is my Valentine." There you go. Um, all kinds of uh, stuff in their online store for uh, any of your puppy needs. Um, my personal favorite, probably the Wild One Valentine Rose Bandana. 15 bucks. That's an absolute steal. I know that you're quite partial to the leash. I um, am, yes. Blue Teddy yeah. Leash, twenty six ninety nine. Sort of works with that doggy style look. Yep. Um, you, it's something that's so versatile you've... Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so check out Sweet As Pup and use the promo code... Dogs in the sky. Dogs in the sky. For a treat at checkout if it's active. treat at checkout that it may have hurry, expired by now. Hurry, because yeah, it may be expired. It may expired. Yeah. yeah. We don't know how long the duration is. Yeah. Just got to get on to it. Exactly. So, um, yeah, just to recap, it's an online store for dog treats, accessories, and gifts. Um, our pup is part <laughs> of our family. That's that's not us. They're not talking about it. So, I guess from the, 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 the creator mm. uh, loves pups. And the creator is a big fan of this show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we will send the invoice for sponsorship. Yeah, so in particular, we love celebrating holidays. You can get lots of goodies for your pup for us for Valentine's Day. So despite us, n- neither Easter of us having a dog, neither of us have a dog. Would you say this is the sponsor that's most likely to send us free stuff? To be fair, I already have free stuff. From this <laughs> oh. I don't know if I should bring it up, but I do. Oh my God. For what? Mm, collar 
for your dog yeah for my cat <laughs> who's also now on instagram follow louis the rag l-o-u-i-s wouldn't rag. that be okay um well when we get more merch um share it around i might have wanted a collar for my child too bad <laughs> you get a leash for your collar <laughs> my child <laughs> so, your collar. moving on okay uh, so a leash for your child and a collar for your child to wear Perfect. so in light of having our dog related a uh, sponsor a uh, major sponsor of the show sweet as pup sweet as pup.com for all of your valentine's doggy needs uh, dogs in the sky comment dogs in the sky hashtag dogs in the sky on their instagram page and also receive a treat uh, you also have to hashtag sweet as pup as well in the yeah. same post yeah not just dogs in the sky because they won't see it Oh, no, you can post on their page. Okay. On Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> is that a thing? Fine. Well, fine. Our social media manager feels like he's making stuff up. <laughs> you, can post, you, you can comment on a post on Instagram. Yeah, that's not a page. Yeah, um, yeah you go to the page. Okay. <laughs> post and comment. And just write dogs in the sky. If we can get everybody who listens to this podcast going to the sweetest Instagram page and just writing dogs in the sky. Dogs in the sky. Yeah. That it, yeah. Okay. That'll show there's a good audience there. All right. I might, I might, um, might get on it myself. So in light of that, we've got a not quite top ten list of dog-related paranormal stories we'll go through. Yeah. What happened to these nine? Yeah, nine. Um, it feels like they could just give five and just get rid of the ones that aren't as good. Oh, there's some that's not as good. I haven't read it actually. So <laughs> I haven't pre-read this. Okay. So, um, do you want to take the first one? We'll tag team okay. these nine and power through. So them. the first one here is um, it's weird. They've, they've incorporated a ghost of a human into this as well. So the picture's like a blurry ghost of a human. <laughs> a ghost that's just a person running. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. Well, um, they didn't really make that very clear, did they? Okay, we're starting in Nash Nash Tennesseeville. Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, Tennessee. Preston, Preston the, the friendly, friendly boxer, boxer ghost. In Nashville's Belmont Hillsboro neighborhood, a good-hearted boxer keeps vigil over young trick or treaters, according to Ghost Dogs of the South. What? We're going to need to check that, but carry on. Preston the dog accompanied some trick or treaters when he saw a boy trying to pick up candy he dropped in the road. Oh shit! Preston saved the boy by knocking him out of the way of a speeding car. But Preston was hit. Oh my god! This is horrendous. (laughs) Now every Halloween for the last 50 years, children have invariably reported being bumped onto the sidewalk when they Mm. step onto the road while trick-or-treating or or go too slowly from house to house. Go slowly from house to house. Yeah, so the dog's nudging them along if they're too slow trick-or-treating. It's like, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. It's a bit rude. It's an impatient dog. It's actually really... I'm sad it died, but it's a bit of a dick dog. Moving on. Number two, Port Tobacco, Maryland. The blue ghost dog of Port Tobacco is said to be the oldest ghost story in America. The story dates back to the 1700s. The story says Child Howard Sims was attacked by a man after a night of drinking and bragging about the amount of gold he had. Oh, good work. Sims went down swinging, and with him was this dog, believed to be a blue tick hound or an English mastiff. The two fell on a rock along the road. I almost said English muffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks like muffin. The two fell on a rock along the road, his dog valiantly fighting to save his master. The robbers buried the gold, but when they returned to get it, they were attacked by a large blue tick hound or English muffin. To this day, people say the hound watches over his master's gold. A restaurant and bar takes its name from the blue dog. Oh, nice. So we've done our old trick. And, yeah, uh, the elusive moose. Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles, California, Pet Cemetery to the Stars. The Los Angeles Pet Cemetery is a 10-acre memorial park in Calabasas, California. It's home to the famous and not-so-famous deceased pets of Hollywood. Along with the animals interred here, there's Tawny, the MGM lion. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. Yep. Um, one of the petties from the Little Rascal movies, uh, Hopalong Cassidy's horse, Topper. He buried a horse? Wow. Mm. Must have cremated it. No, no, you bury horses. Really? Jim's got horses buried on his farm. Really? Yeah. I did not know You just that. get a big old digger. Wow, well, I did not tip know Tip it in. That's, what, that's how our farms get rid of cows, if they're sick. Shocking. Learn about egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call it an awful pit. And just, yeah, any, any old dead cow gets chucked in there, covered over. Carry on. Yeah, carry on. On and that cherry note. How, how do you say this? Kabar? 
Kaba, 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 and Kaba, Rudolph Valentino's dog. Kaba uh, or Kaba was Valentino's Great Dane. It said when the matinee idol died. I'm sorry, I lost. I got, I got, I got confused by the the writing at the top there with the oh, signature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where am I? Okay, it said when the matinee idol died in 1926 in New York. Kaba suddenly left, let out a horrible howl. He was 3,000 miles away at the time. Oh. Uh, Kaba died in 1929 and was laid to rest in the cemetery. Since then, visitors to the pet cemetery report hearing barking and panting near Kaba's grave. Some say they've even been licked on the hand. Mm. That's interesting. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. The General's Dog. Gettysburg, Pennsylvania is allegedly one of the most haunted places in America. The city is the site of the bloodiest campaign in the American Civil War. Thousands of people died and so did at least one dog. Confederate Brigadier General William Barksdale. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible pun. uh, Was wounded while leading a charge and brought to the Hummelbar house. He died at the house and some say his voice can still be heard in the house. Another story says Barksdale's wife travelled to Gettysburg... to bring back her husband's body and she brought his hunting dog with it when the dog was taken to his master's grave he laid on the ground and started to howl even after barksdale's body was exhumed the dog could not be moved from the spot even for food he died there people say the dog still lingers on the grounds of the humblebauer house and on the anniversary of barksdale's death he howls in mourning so that's one i would have cut out of the top nine really a bit lame yeah uh, New Orleans. It was just as some say there's howls yeah. next. <laughs> it's when there's like, he did this thing and then other people said this thing. It's like, get your story straight. <laughs> um, right. Um, New Orleans, Louisiana. Nola. Ghost dog and cat. Um, the Beauregard Keys house has been sta- stranding. Stranding. So there's, there's been a typo. Stranding in the New Orleans. New, okay, the Beauregard Keys house has been stranding in the New Orleans French Quarter since 1826 and has more than a few ghosts. Were the French prolific colonists? They loved a colony. Because we have a French settlement. Bloody loved a colony. Would that would be around the same, uh, what, 10 years later than this? Like a big section of France being, I mean, of louisiana being french yeah like the, um like you think here like the louisiana purchase was like i think was when it was brought back off the french oh right yeah mm. um yeah i think like you look a whole um whole chunk of that and there's lots of french uh, area in canada as well like quebec and montreal of course yeah prolific colonizers yeah um so but they gave it all away at the end like that's not french i think they sold it yeah right i think yeah it was just a we'll have this and sell it back to you or sell it to someone else, I suppose. Yeah, I think that's what the Louisiana purchase was. Mm. Interesting. Just well, a money-making scheme. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Get in there. Just like real estate. Get in there. Buy at the beginning. Yep. Flatter prices. Sell high, baby. <laughs> buy low. Sell high. Have you been across the GameStop? Um, I have been enjoying AMC that. AMC stuff? Yes, I Yeah, have it's been, been interesting. Yeah. Um, I am one that bought shares the day before Robinhood was, um, did the thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I like basically no shares, like a couple of bucks just to see what happens here. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been even hours before Robin Hood basically said no one's allowed to buy anymore. <laughs> and so that just crashed the price. Yeah. So it straight away plummeted to, I think I'm like something like 86% down on where I bought it. And it wouldn't have been if they hadn't done that. So yeah, kind of lame. Good I'm join. also a shareholder of your company. Yes. So I will be watching your performance. Good to join the revolution there with uh, GameStop. Fighting those big hedge funds. Yeah, it's just kind of quite cool. Yeah. And easy enough to do. Everything else I invested in went up. So I had, I, I went to six companies and all of them have gone up apart from GameStop AMC. Yeah. Yeah. Which have just plummeted. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but again, fun to be joining that revolution to fight <laughs> big business. Totally. Even though they just did one thing and it killed the whole lot. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Okay, so the Beauregard Keys house has been stranding in New Orleans French <laughs> Quarter since 1826 and has more than a few ghosts, but two particularly fluffy spirit animals stand out, or strand out, potentially. <laughs> uh, Lucky was the dog of former 
Oh, I, I keep I ugh. Lucky yeah. was the Don't have to scroll thing. right to the top yeah, Otherwise you get stuck I get stuck on the photo And the text <laughs> Lucky was the dog of author Francis Parkinson Keys A cocker spaniel Lucky died a few days after A cocker what? Cocker Cocker A cocker spaniel mm-hmm. Lucky died a few days After her master died In 1970 But Lucky still appears At the house Particularly in the room Keys kept at the home uh, Some would tell you Lucky's not alone other animal ghosts may be in the home too, including a white cat that's been seen darting through the house. The cat, named Caroline by the house's caretakers, will apparently rub against people's legs. Mm. Yeah, rubby. Um, I probably take them off the list as well because of the spelling errors. Yeah, didn't seem didn't uh, deserve to make it. Yeah. The Holly Hotel of Holly, Michigan, has a ghostly hotel guest. Um, the Holly Hotel has numerous ghosts. One of them appears to be Leona, a terrier belonging to the Hursts, who first owned the hotel. The dog can be heard running through the halls and brushing up against people's legs. Apparently quite a popular ghost uh, tactic. <laughs> yeah, ghost, ghost pet tactic. The hotel is now a restaurant. Okay. That's it. Okay, get that one off too. So we could have easily made this like a top five. Yeah. Okay, well, so we've got nine. We've started, we've got nine. We're down to six. Yeah. So does it need to lose one more? Yeah, happily, to be honest. Okay. Uh, in Veronia, Oregon, there's a story from the 19th century about a horse thief who met his end on the banks of the Nihalem River at the hands of a lynch mob. <gasps> you don't see many lynch mobs these days. No. I suppose Trump's America tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn Trumpers. Um, apparently the mob was so angry at the thief that they shot his dog as well. Oh, this is like John Wick. Oh, I can't watch John Wick. Haven't seen it because I can't deal with the, the dog death scene. Oh, then just fast forward to like two minutes oh, and no, so you I can't can watch the it. entire trilogy. I can't do it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's put me off watching it. <laughs> okay. Uh, campers at now. You don't see anything, you just hear it, which is oh. probably worse. Yeah, you imagine. Just that. about worse, anyway. Anyway, carry on. Campers at now Scaponia Park have seen the thief and his dog wandering along the river. Okay, we could kill that one. Okay, that's off. <laughs> it's gone. Um, they seem to be getting more and more brief as, as the list goes on. So they they probably were aiming for a top ten and yeah. really started scratching around so five. They could only get to nine. I can't uh, get it down to a top five. It's six, so I'll try for the full ten. Yeah, so we got five anyway that we, we uh, are happy with. So Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, Pugan lived in a large victorian house in charleston okay good name i'm happy with this one. <laughs> i was gonna say the opposite <laughs> he loved to sit on the porch of the house when the house was turned into a restaurant in 1976 i'll oh, just throw back to historic holly hotel which is also now a restaurant okay yep from an earlier story uh, i mean this have they used the same photo it looks like that house it's the same that's lemon this, that's the yellow. house stranding no, no, that's quite a different house. A little bit different, Good yeah. colour, though. Same colour. Is that dining out the front there on, like, the terrace? Alfresco oh, dining? Oh, bloody nice Alfresco dining there with old Pugan. You love Alfresco dining. Uh, Pugan oh. died in 1970. Well, go. Oh, I just saw the, the, the last line is just perfect. Okay. Pugan died in... Oh, God, I just saw it. My <laughs> eyes jumped ahead. Pugan died in 1979 and was buried next to his porch. But to this day, employees say they see Pugan napping in his spot on the porch and some diners report feeling Pugan brush against their legs while they eat. Popular. As if begging for table, table scraps. The restaurant's name is Pugan's Porch. Pugan's Porch. Do you feel like that uh, that, that particular wee story there went out of its way to keep saying Pugan as much as possible? Yeah, I feel like I said it way more than yeah. I should have. Pugan, Pugan, Pugan. Yeah. And the, the ninth out of nine... So I'm happy with that one. That's in. And okay. this one has to make it. Otherwise, we're down to four. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chicago, Illinois. The ghost dog of Graceland Cemetery. Graceland oh. Cemetery is one of the older cemeteries in Chicago. In the cemetery is a vault belonging to Ludwig Wolf. He was a German immigrant, immigrant and coppersmith. Hang on. So you're telling me the ninth story of our paranormal thing is a man who was called Wolf? Yeah, I'm liking, <laughs> I'm liking this though. Wolf okay, is, well, it's a good one. All right, carry wolf. on. Wolf. It sounds. It, wolf sounds. You know, it's um, sort of sounds dark and scary and yeah, boring, yeah. Whereas Barker's whatever the Transylvanian. Name. What was the name? Barkersfield. Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Barkersfield. What are you talking about? The guy in the other story of the Civil War. Oh, Gettysburg. No, yeah. What What was his name? Oh yeah, it was like Barkington or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. 
So Ludwig Wolf, so Wolf, I should say. He was a German immigrant and coppersmith, and his unique vault is said to be haunted. One of the ghosts is a green-eyed dog that howls near the vault. No one is certain whether this was Wolf's dog or the spirit of some other wayfaring canine. The only thing that saves that is how cool that vault looks. Yeah, I agree. The story sucks. Yeah. Uh, what was the guy? Um, yeah, he was there. He there. was Barksdale. 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 Sorry, yeah. but Ludwig Wolf is quite good. Okay, so again, this segment brought to you by Sweet As Pup for all of your Valentine's Day doggy needs. Um, go to sweetaspup.com, enter the promo code Dogs in the Sky. Dogs in the Sky. <laughs> yeah. For a treat at checkout. Um, hurry though it may be expired or invalid by the time you get to the checkout and if you can't see anywhere to enter a promo code it's already expired yeah or if you enter it and it doesn't recognize it yeah it's probably expired yeah or you spelled it wrong your own fault yeah you might be like a dog like d-a-w-g like you'd be like sub dog it's not that dog you're wrong wrong dog free shipping over the valentine uh between now and valentine's day or something wasn't it yeah free shipping um this weekend so uh by the time you hear this it'll be live um however it may be that you need to ship to somewhere in new zealand yeah we so don't know you could send stuff to us if, if you if you want to buy something from them and you don't know and you can't you can't ship it overseas ship it to one of us yeah um if you're unsure then uh info at sweaterspup.com is the email address so feel free to email them um international shipping scroll down oh, there. scroll down <laughs> Currently on the ship with the New Zealand. Okay, okay. so that's, <laughs> <laughs> so that's good. Uh, we know now. If, if you'd you, like to place an order, please email us info at sweaterspup.com. We may be able to accommodate your. Oh, order. there we go. Okay. So it's a it's just a ask before you buy, um, if you're international, or do what I do when I'm getting stuff shipped uh, from America. Get it shipped to someone you know there, um, and get them to forward it on. Exactly. Um. Anything else to add? Shall we um, just about wrap it up? That's a that's a good episode. Sorry to hog it with my paranormal chainsaw foot story. Ooh, no, <laughs> that's actually the most spine tingling thing that I've, um, I've I've heard for a while. So it's 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 good. It's good. Cool. Um, and yeah, just a reminder: next week we're doing a we're doing probably part one of a rewatch of um, Fire in the Sky, nineteen ninety three, Travis Walton story. So prep your ears for that um it might be worth listening to i mean i I say might it's probably worth listening to regardless um of whether you've seen the movie or not so still tune in but uh might get a little bit more out of it if you've seen the movie too so yeah or or watch it along hit play while you're while you're listening um think we're doing a two-parter for that yeah i think it'll be a two-parter yeah two-parter um so anything else before we wrap it up not a sequel so we've got a prequel and a sequel. Very good. Okay. Or part one <laughs> and part, part two part, is yeah. probably more the traditional so way the prequel. describing it. <laughs> and then have the sequel. Um, all right. On that note, we'll call that another episode of Lights in the Sky podcast. Catch you next week. Toodaloo.